Hello, everybody, and welcome to All of the Above, the podcast where we couldn't decide whether we wanted to focus on talking about books, sharing stories, discussing philosophy of ministry, or a variety of other things. So we just decided to do All of the Above. Uh, My name is Jonathan, and I cannot tell you how excited I am for this episode to finally be coming together. Um, I've been waiting a year at least to record an April Fool's Day podcast. on a very particular topic that is very near and dear to my heart. Um, and I could think of no one better to discuss this topic than Bryce Harrison. Bryce, welcome back to all of the above. Thank you. I, uh, I also just have to add that it is, a, it is an honor to do this podcast, but it is especially uh, a privilege to do this uh, with you because you are the beefy five layer to my cheesy gordita crunch. Uh, and so... Yeah, I'm, I'm here and glad to be here. Uh, that is awesome. So the, the topic for today's podcast is um, fast food. Um, we feel that the, the title, All of the Above, um, is not limited to um, specifically theological topics, but we believe um, that in order to uh, be deserving of the title, All of the Above, we must discuss All of the Above. Um, and what, what better? This, this is also this is also probably a good time to just acknowledge that we uh, stand on the shoulders of giants uh, and just want to salute uh, men like Danny Diaz that have gone before us uh, and answered the questions that people are asking uh, and really taken some of the kind of the initial foray into this field. Uh, and so I think we would be remiss if we just didn't say, Danny Diaz, we salute you. Uh, and we we really owe where we are. Uh, in part to you and your your initial fact finding into the world of chicken sandwiches and bacon egg and cheese biscuits and it's really just unearthed uh, that these are the questions that people need answers to yes these in these troubling times these are the things that matter and we must we must dedicate ourselves to these us like the the pastor or the preacher in ecclesiastes who has searched the earth seeking for what is there in this hevel life, there is fast food. <laughs> yeah, I have I have gone to the land of poutine and uh, and come back uh, bearing bearing news. So I think this is I think it's time that we set our hearts to this. Man, I I am excited um, to undertake this with you, Bryce. Um, so first, I think I think it is it is helpful in, in conversations of such um, scholarship and um, fortitude that we must define our terms. Um, so when we, when we say fast food, um, what is it, what is it that we are, um, what subset are we discussing? Yeah. Yeah. We, so I think we live in a day and age where um, there have been a lot of gray areas introduced into our world. Um, there's some that play kind of fast and loose with the term uh, like uh Moe's, Chipotle, Five Guys, uh, like, what do you do? What do you do with them? Um, and then, like, what really, is there something that sets that apart from your Red Robins and your Olive Gardens of the world? Uh, because if you're trying to, if you're trying to draw a distinction around uh, food quality, uh, then, then you're just kind of in murky waters and open yourself up to a lot of opinions. So I think probably the safest line for us to draw is um, if someone comes to your table to take your order, that's a different category. 
Um, so we're simply saying you order from a counter uh, that's in this realm of discussion. So I think that's probably the, the most black and white we could draw up the terms. Yes, I think, I think that is helpful um, and draws a good distinction. Um, so we are, we are not uh, wading into the waters of, like you said, your Red Robins or your Olive Gardens, which, which could be considered the fast food of fancier restaurants. We are talking about your McDonald's, your Zaxby's. Um, so we, we don't even have to discuss the atrocity of the, uh, the uptick in the price of, of soup, salad, and breadsticks. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a tragedy to mourn another day. Nor, nor must we uh, discuss the, um, the benefits of getting your endless fries at Red Robin um, when you first sit down to maximize mm. the number of refills that you get. Yes. Um, good, good topics, but we yes. digress. Yes, we digress. Um, so um, we will start out by just going through a list of, of do's and don'ts um, that, that we have uh, come across in our many years of partaking um, in, in fast food um, delicacies. Um, so Bryce, would you like to start us out with your first fast food do? Yes. Okay. All right. So this is, this might be, um, this might be like do with a capital D, uh, and a capital O like this is probably first on my list. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure I introduced this to you as well. And it is life-changing, uh, but mix Moe's salsa. When you go to Moe's, there is no reason to settle for one salsa. Um, yes, the cups are small, but do what it takes. Uh, like even if you have to mix it in the small cups, mix in the small cup. If you can go find a employee and get them to clandestinely slide you a empty queso cup that you can then use to mix salsa in, all the better. Uh, but the the best mixture is the red El Guapo salsa mixed with the green tomatillo because the green tomatillo it's got cilantro in it. It's made fresh in house, but. I, like personally, I can't just eat a green salsa and be satisfied. Like salsa is red, right? Like what color is salsa? Red. It's red. That's undeniable. Uh, and so sal salsa has got to be red. So you get the red salsa from the El Guapo. You've got the right consistency. You mix it with the tomatillo. You get the fresh cilantro. Uh, and the two of those mixed together are better than anything else on the salsa bar. So always do mix salsa at Moe's. Oh. I would, I would have to agree. You did introduce this to me. Um, I will say that uh, in my many years of friendship with, with Bryce, he has never, ever steered me wrong on any of these uh, topics. So uh, he is considered an authority um, in my book. Um, I have learned that with, with this particular um, do, that the best way to do it is to ask for a queso cup. And then when they tell you that it's going to be 99 cents, immediately ask for a water cup mm. and then go to the go to the salsa bar and fill your water cup with salsa this is this is going to be a recurring theme i think on this podcast um because no matter how many times you've gone somewhere and asked for something from the counter and they've told you that there is a charge for it you have a civic obligation to to ask anyway just so that you can then refuse to pay for it because there's just no other way for these corporations to know that you want it. Like if I don't ask, then you might just assume nobody needs it. Nobody wants it. But if I ask and then 
bow the knee to Caesar and pay, uh, then you think, okay, they're, they want it so much they're willing to pay for it. And so like, I think it's my, my duty and my obligation to request it. They quote me the price and I tell them, no, thank you. Um, and no matter how many times, like it's, you have to set your, your heart to it and you have to commit because you know, you know, you're going, you know, it's going to happen, but you go up to the counter anyway, just to make a point. Exactly. Exactly. It is, it is a, a heavy weight to bear, but it is our responsibility. It change happens one, one small request at a time. Absolutely. So I think that leads us into our first don't. Um, yeah particularly yeah at Zaxby's or but I think this can apply anywhere else yeah so so this would I think this would just this is probably kind of like a do or don't uh it's like do ask for extra sauce don't ever pay for it (laughs) and I mean it's the same it's the same principle like Zaxby's needs to know your sauce is great I want it no I won't give you another quarter exactly no do I do not carry around spare change for your sauce yeah. It, um, when Elizabeth and I first started dating, like, uh, after the first few times we had gone to Zaxby's, she asked me one time, I was like, why do you always go up there? Like, you know, they're just going to tell you that it costs a quarter. Like, why don't you take a quarter up there with you? It's like, oh, I never intend to pay for it. And she's like, well, then why, why do you even ask? I was like, cause they, they have to know they need to know. <laughs> Man. Stick it, stick it to the man. All right. Stick it to Uh, the minimum wage employee who has no abilities to make any, to move any mountains at corporate. Exactly. Exactly. But do it, do it nicely. Yeah, no, Uh, we're we're talking about, we're talking about completely nonviolent, non-confrontational, like civil disobedience. Exactly. So my first, so my first do. And you mentioned you mentioned this earlier, um, but I think I think this is is uh, essential to uh, proper enjoyment of. This is specifically in relation to Taco Bell, but this can this can fit in multiple areas. But find you a friend who will eat the opposite entree, whose favorite is the opposite entree of yours. So anytime Bryce and I go to Taco Bell, we order we would order the box that comes with the. Um, beefy five layer and the cheesy gordita crunch and i don't know i think it was the cinnamon twist as well bryce's favorite is the cheesy gordita crunch mine is the beefy five layer so we trade and we get double the enjoyment so i do you must find someone who eats the opposite entree of you yeah or or uh even if it's not a place where you can where you can split multiple items from the same box like always go out to eat with someone who's like willing to hey I'll get one of those you get one of those and we'll split them down the middle um but like you have to have you can't it can't be like your first favorite and your sixth favorite thing on the menu um it has to be you have to go somewhere with the person that's like oh man, those are my top two choices. And it's the same as your top two choices. And then you get to just enjoy the same things. You get to enjoy two, twice as many things in the same visit. Exactly, man. And then my, one of my don'ts would probably be don't, and this may just be a personal thing. I, I, there's no way this is as popular as it is with a, without some people liking it, but don't ever order the McRib 
at McDonald's. If you're ever curious, it's not great. Mm-hmm. It is 100% all hype. I, so I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback on that with my first don't, and this is just public assert service announcement to everybody out there. Don't pretend you don't like McDonald's. <laughs> like we all like McDonald's. It's not, you, it's not, it's not a secret shame. Uh, I, like you don't have to be like, Oh, I ate at McDonald's, uh, but only cause I had to, like, I was just taking the kids there for a happy meal and, uh, there was nothing. I was running late to a meeting and it was the only drive through I passed. Like, no, like you went to McDonald's cause you like McDonald's. I like McDonald's. We all like McDonald's. It's fine. It's fine. Like, is it the greatest food in the world? No. Uh, but like, you don't have to take a crap on McDonald's like every time you eat there and pretend like you're just there out of, out of, uh, you know, guilt. Like, we like McDonald's. So stop pretending and just admit and acknowledge every now and then you indulge in McDonald's. Exactly. And there are a few things more nostalgic and quite frankly, delicious as the two cheeseburger meal, simple cheeseburgers with the chopped up onions and the single pickle in the very middle. It, it's it, not. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I usually, I usually go with the McDouble, but it's basically the same thing with just an extra patty on it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's every now and then, I mean, don't, yeah, sure. Don't eat it every day. Like don't eat it three times a week. Probably don't even eat it once a week, but every now and then eat McDonald's and enjoy it and yell from the rooftops. I ate McDonald's <laughs> because I wanted to, and I liked it, man. Um, and then on the opposite, we all like McDonald's, but I think one restaurant that we share very similar opinions on is uh, Panera Bread Company. Mm, preach. Yes. Um, would you Would you care to elaborate on our? Yeah. So Panera Panera did. definitely falls uh, pretty squarely in my don't category, uh, and it I could boil it down to this: don't spend your own money at Panera. Right. Like if someone else is like, let's go to Panera, my treat, then like brother eat Panera to your heart's content. Uh, Cause it's not bad. Right. It's, I mean, it's good. Like I I'll enjoy a sandwich from Panera. Uh, the problem is that I walk in there with $22 in my pocket and it gets me like three spoonfuls of soup, half a baguette, and I can split a sandwich with three other strangers like it's, they give you a sniff of food for your money. And it's like, I mean, Panera is a lesson in all is vapor. Like your meal is vapor there. It will not last no matter how you go to Panera, you will be hungry again in 45 minutes and you'll be much poorer. I think the thing that turned me off from Panera immediately was I love their cinnamon crunch bagels. Their cinnamon crunch bagels are delicious. And they're best with cream cheese. However, their little cup of cream cheese costs the same amount as the bagel does. And it is incredibly disappointing. Highway robbery. Exactly. A dollar and 30 cents for a tiny cup of cream cheese. Yeah. Don't let anybody tell you that piracy doesn't exist anymore because there are still pirates in the world and they are still plundering mercilessly. They just call themselves Panera Bread. Now... I will say, as much as, as much as I have disdain for Panera Bread's pricing on food, one of my dues does involve Panera Bread. Um, 
if you are a coffee drinker, do get their unlimited sip club um, because you can go pretty much every two hours and get a cup of coffee for $9 a month. And then when you, every time you say you want to cancel it, they're like, Oh, here's a three months for free. So then you get three free months of pretty much unlimited coffee. That is the only thing redeeming Panera bread company for me. I see. I'm not a coffee drinker. Um, and I have, I have enjoyed many a sandwich on someone else's dollar at Panera bread, but anytime that I have had to go, uh, on my own dime, like I have just felt like I toiled many days under the sun and got very little return for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what is your next? So that was, that was a don't, what is your next do? So we'll, let's go back to, uh, let's go back to Taco Bell for a minute. Um, and, and, and just kind of like acknowledge, uh, right off the bat, like one thing that this podcast will not tolerate is your slander of Taco Bell. Absolutely not. Uh, like Crunchwrap Supremes, like how can you hate, how can you hate, like the Lord is the giver of good gifts. And some of those gifts are wrapped up and grilled. So they're good to go. Mm. Um, and so we just, we won't take it. We won't settle for your hate. We won't settle for your slander. Taco Bell is delicious. Um, and we, I like, see, I feel like, I feel like we had to be partially responsible for this, um, because I'm pretty sure like we post on online forums. I can't remember if we ever actually like drafted a, a physical letter and put it in the mail, but we kept saying Taco Bell, take a page out of cookouts playbook and just have a build your own box, like come up with some categories, one item in this category, one item in this category, one item in this category, and then let people construct it as they want, charge one price for it, and and you'd make a killing. Uh, and they did. They listened, they listened to the cries of the people, and they, they came out with a build your own box. Admittedly, uh, it's only if you order on the app, um, which to me kind of feels like Ryan Howard making Dwight Schrute go back and enter all of his sales as comp- uh, sales from the website. Um, so I don't know if Ryan uh, gave up on Wolf and is now running Taco Bell. But I, I, I walked into a Taco Bell. I said, hello, could I please have the build your own box? And they said, oh, I'm sorry. That's only if you order on the app. And I said, I'll be with you in one moment. Stepped back, ordered on the app, came back to the counter and said, Said, hi, I'm here to pick up a to-go order uh, that I ordered on the app. Um, but so, so definitely take advantage of the build your own box. Um, but then I think we, what we have learned from our own personal experience is that it's actually important what order you eat your items in. Cause there's nothing as bad as like getting like three items in a box from Taco Bell. And you're just like, man, I'm going to save the best for last. And so you pound those cinnamon twists, which like are not the greatest. Like, I mean, we can enjoy them, but like it is like they may have potentially gotten like some packing peanuts and sprinkled cinnamon and sugar on them. Um, 
and and then and then you just like you slam a crunchy taco and then you 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 eat whatever your your middle item is and then whatever item the box was named after like your grande pièce resistance is is left and you're like starting to feel full and it's like that's not how you want to eat a box like you don't want to be the best item you don't want to be sitting there at the end already starting to get full and like losing enjoyment as you eat the best part. So I'll, I'll let you explain kind of the proper order to go through a box. Yes. And so I think if I recall the proper order and there, this has caused some controversy. It has, it has. So the proper order would be to start out with the piece de resistance. Always. Always the named item on the box will always be the first thing that is eaten. A hundred percent. You're mo you're the most hungry. It's the freshest. That's the time to eat it. And that, so that is the perfect way to start out. Yes. Um, then some people will say that it is then necessary to eat the second best item. Yes. But we would say, get out of here with that garbage. That is that is absolutely incorrect because Correct. then you end on a downer. Correct. You and Taco Bell, like they have. I mean, a crunchy taco is good. Yeah, it's not saying but, that. It's not saying that that is that is the the worst thing or that that you are disappointed in it. But that is that it, is it, it is if you've climbed the ladder and it's just getting worse and worse as you go. Then you eat that taco and you're like man, this wasn't nearly as good as anything that preceded it. You've got to go top of the rung, drop down, still enjoy it because you're still hungry, and then get to kind of climb a little bit back up the mountain to finish off. Exactly. And this is scientifically proven. Yes. Verified. So Tried and tested. Tried and true, tried and true multiple, multiple times. Start, yep. with, start with your favorite item. Then you drop down to the third item. So your, your soft taco, your crunchy taco, your insert. Cheesy item. up. Yeah, whatever the kind of basic basic item is. And then you go back up to your second item. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the way to do it. You can, you can insert your cinnamon twist where however you want to in that, in that order. Yeah, you can make them a dessert. You can make them a side. Wash it all down with a Baja Blast. And you're, you've had a great meal. Exactly. I'm I'm personally in favor of kicking out the cinnamon twist in favor for the Fiesta potatoes on the build your own box, but that's, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I, I would support it. I would support it. Um, my, I think kind of the last big, uh, the last big don't on my list, uh, I, I briefly mentioned cookout before, um, but cookouts, another one of those where you're, you're kind of constructing a, a meal, right? Like you're building, you're drafting a team. Uh, this is, I mean, just like fantasy football, like if you make a pick too early, uh, it's not that it's a bad player. It's just that you wasted your draft because you took them around earlier than you had to. Um, that's that's kind of the way it is when you're building a cookout tray. This is something that has caused, uh, that, that I disagree with my wife on a lot, um, but don't order hush puppies as a side right? Like you get one item and you get two sides. If you pick hushed puppies as one of your sides, they give you like five of them. You could, you could get another chicken quesadilla there. You could get a, a ranch wrap. You could get a bacon wrap. 
uh, in that in that spot that would normally cost you like a dollar seventy nine, and then you can turn around and add a side of hush puppies for ninety nine cents, and they give you like twelve of them yep. instead of five. So you're just, I mean, you are wasting real estate in your box when you could only pay a small fraction more, get more hush puppies and a whole nother side. Uh, and and the objection, like her classic a uh, classic objection, is. But what if I'm not hungry enough to eat a whole another side? It's like, one, you could give it to your husband. Two, <laughs> uh, you could give it to a bum on the street. Uh, three, when are you ever not hungry enough for a bacon wrap, right? Like, it doesn't take up that much room. Like, even if you're full, it's like, whoo, I'm full. I can probably only eat one bacon wrap. And then, I mean, it's not, you like, you never run out of that much room. Uh, but like, there's just no reason, like, even if you, even if you do it and then you take, even if ideally you wanted five hush puppies and no wrap, well, guess what? Spend 99 more cents. It's a one, it's $1 out of your pocket and then take the extra seven hush puppies, that bacon wrap and go find someone and just say, here, I brought you a surprise and they'll thank you. They will love you. You'll get exactly what you wanted. It will be basically the same price as it would have been before. And you can almost get like a whole nother meal for a small child out of it. Exactly. And this applies to more than, more than hush puppies. I think it, that, that category, you got your white cheddar bites, even your chicken nuggets. I do not get chicken nuggets as a side of a cookout tray because they only give you like three and it's just not worth it. No, like really ranch wrap and you get more chicken plus ranch in a wrap. Quesadillas are approved. Wraps are approved. Uh, Anything else, anything else. Also like don't get quesadillas as your main item. No. Like it. And if you're, if you're going to go to, if you go to cookout and you get quesadillas as your main item and quesadillas as your side, you have a problem. (laughs) Like quesadillas are not that hard to make. Like throw one on the frying pan and make as many quesadillas as you want. There's no reason to drive to a restaurant and buy a whole tray full of quesadillas that you could have made for a fraction of the cost in your own kitchen. Hmm. I think one of one of my last don'ts, and again, I think this may be personal to me, uh, between me and my wife, um, I frequently tell her this. So she hates pickles. Don't ever not get a pickle. Praise when offered when offered a pickle. Yes. Um, because I will eat that pickle and I will gladly eat that pickle. I'll gladly eat three pickles. Exactly. Yeah. Don't ever turn down a pickle. You can say on the side is fine, but even if even if it comes on the sandwich, like it doesn't change the taste of it that right. much. Pick off pickles. Like raw onions. If you don't like raw onions, yes, don't order them on your thing because everything on the sandwich will taste like that. But pickles there's you you have a pickle loving friend exactly all of us all of us have a pickle loving friend i feel i feel uh very passionately about pickles but so i will not i will not dive into that anyway so bryce this is this has been a a joy and a pleasure to finally get to pontificate these things these things with you um what is your final word as it comes my, to fast food. Yeah, my final word is uh, Wendy's. I know you're listening. Um, so I'm going to make this appeal to you. Your breakfast potatoes are amazing. 
the season, like I, I know you're, you were late to the game when it comes to introducing breakfast, but you knocked it out of the park with the seasoned potatoes. Uh, newsflash, you haven't been able to get fries right in the last however long you've existed. So very simple. Lose the fries, seasoned potatoes all day. Like I would go to Wendy's, get a Baconator with those seasoned potatoes on the side. They're just like little crispy potato wedges. People serve those for lunch and dinner. There's nothing only breakfasty about them. Like you finally found something that would set you apart in the potato, fried potato department. Run with it. Um, I'm like Wendy's. This is just looking out for you. Hmm. Mm. that's good i would like to leave on a disturbing fact that um i still don't quite comprehend but um there is a a subsect of the population that is keeping places like captain g's and long john silvers in business um i don't think i've ever heard anyone suggest eating at a place like that um nor have i ever eaten there um i don't think i've ever seen anybody eat there if you want real, um, if you want real fried fish, come visit me, and I'll uh, I'll take you to get the best fish and chips that you've had in the entire world. Absolutely, absolutely. And it'll only cost you one small plane ticket to Halifax. Exactly, but it's worth it. Yeah, you don't even have to buy a return ticket because you can just live here. Exactly. Plug plug for uh, Mission HRM. Yeah, come on. That's awesome. Well, Bryce, it's been a pleasure um, to have you back on the podcast. Um, on a, on a serious note, how what are some ways we can continue to pray for for you and, and, and Mission HRM? Yeah, um, you can uh, just pray for more laborers to come join our team. Uh, we're have some conversations with a few different people that are that are kind of praying through it right now, and it would just be a huge kind of encouragement and boost uh, to us if they moved up here to the land of Tim Hortons along with us uh, to labor for the gospel. Um, so that would be one. Um, and then just continue to pray for relationships that we are building here with people who are far from Jesus. We just recently started a a new small group. And it has been great uh, just seeing the way that kind of community has been built early on. We actually just had a fun night at uh, the fish and chips place that I was mentioning uh, on uh, just earlier this week. And it was, it was really good. I I was telling uh, the rest of our team, like it was a, it was an encouragement to me uh, that I did not have to even do any kind of like um, working the room like making sure that i float around and mingled with everybody because the room was working itself like people who didn't know each other when they started to coming to group were sitting at tables and playing games and hanging out with each other and so i think we just see some kind of genuine community being built there uh so just continue to pray for those relationships uh and and even that the that kind of community would not just stop as uh as kind of like friendships and community in itself uh but would really develop into Uh, into some strong gospel conversations and eventually into changed lives. Awesome. We're definitely praying for you. We love you. Um, Appreciate your time um, and wisdom as it comes to the intricacies of fast food. Anytime. Um, Thank you all for listening. Um, We will talk to you all soon.